0: My name is Robert Morrison, and this is the Things That Matter To Me podcast season two, episode three. We are continuing our conversation about movies and all things related. Um, so last time out, I had a, a good friend of mine and former podcast co-host, uh, Mr. Ryan Hefner, join me to talk about uh, the Oscars. And well, uh, it turns out that uh, we are no better than decent at uh, making picks uh, for the Oscars. Um, so we had a couple of the major ones correct uh but across the board um i think it's safe to say that we that we missed out in some major things including uh both best director and best picture both of which went to uh parasite and in this particular case uh for the director uh parasite um directors bong joon ho uh was the winner best director um this of course is um Historical because it became the first uh, l- film that it was not in English uh, for a hundred percent of the time um, to be uh, given the Best Picture award at the Oscars. Um, so kind of an interesting uh, show. Uh, it was. It was a. Um, there was a. There was a lot going on uh, during the course of it. Uh, we watched it all with uh, some other friends of ours, um, including, um, and we did our annual. Uh, see who can get the most right uh, (laughs) situation Uh, my former roommate uh, and best man at my wedding uh, Phil uh, he got 19 out of 24 I believe was the number 20 20 out of 24 he got a lot of them Um, I missed I was behind by like one or two and so uh, you know it's my own party and I can't even win the thing Um, I won it the first time that we did it but Phil is now one two in a row because he's apparently good at guessing Uh, so there we go Uh, but I just wanted to start off uh, with some general thoughts on the win, and then I'm gonna get into uh talking uh forward into the year that we are in now, uh, which is 2020, um, and uh, talk some about some movies that are coming out, uh, that I'm excited about, uh, for uh, various reasons. Um, so just a couple of things. Um, first of all, I uh, I I put some uh some tweets out via my personal Twitter account uh, before the Oscars started about Parasite, Um, really not necessarily anticipating that it was going to take the top prize, but just to sort of on the off, hand uh, because it was sort of between that between parasite 1917 and maybe with some with a small spattering of of interest in once upon a time in hollywood and i just tweeted out some things about my thoughts about those two other movies and about how my preference was for 1917 and i don't think i'm the only one in this particular case who thinks this way i've seen other people who've said the same thing um i liked parasite uh, but i didn't love it um and then to my mind i thought the ending not not it's, it's difficult because if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the ending is not really the ending to which I'm referring to. I, I guess more the, the climax, the garden party scene, and sort of the way that all unfolded. I, it, it didn't seem to me that it made a lot of narrative sense, and it didn't seem as if the film had sort of gotten us to the point where that um made sense and was an earned move in the way that it that 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 climax came to be um and the ending the ending as in a sort of like traditional sense where the last couple of uh, the last sequence was fine with me and the way that it's done i thought worked really well but that part didn't really make a lot of sense to me and i wasn't really sure um i mean I, i get it but um sort of if if the if the point is to be like a parable, and for the sh- for the story to be telling a, a, a parabolic like story, if you will, um, it doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to set it in like an actual location with with the physical. I, I I don't know, just something about it didn't didn't really set with me. But I I, I am okay with with what the win represents and that it opens up the opportunity for Best Picture to be won by you know any film no matter what language it might be in or anything along these lines i think the fact that it exists um and the fact that it won i think is a really important uh, thing as well um and on top of that uh bong jun ho who's the director and uh one of the producers on the film and the, co- and the co-writer just seems like a really interesting character um and every time that he won he was up there uh uh what three four times uh he won original screenplay uh international film as which they formerly known as foreign film um, uh, best director and best picture. He didn't speak for uh, best picture, but the other three, um, he was just it, you could you could tell, because the international film award was sort of expected, but the other three were certainly not, um, not at least not necessarily. There weren't they weren't there wasn't the sort of betting favorite, if you will, um. And you could tell that he was he was equally flabbergasted in, in, in particular points, and uh, but he had interesting things to say each time. Uh, his uh, director's speech was particularly interesting in that he was able to to pay tribute to his um, director. You know, the director that he said impacted his filmmaking more than any, which is. Uh, Uh, Martin Scorsese who happened to be in the room there and so he was able to to say uh, nice words to him in that particular moment and that was really good Um, and I I thought that his his victories were were um, at the very least um, watching him win uh, was was important um, and really cool to to watch that experience Um, and so lastly I I would simply say that it it wasn't really my preference Uh, it would not have been the way that I would have done it if I were choosing uh, the winner of the particular of the uh, of the Best Picture uh, award. But I will say that for the first time in a few years, I wasn't really angry uh, that it won uh, last year with <laughs> Green Book. Um, that was like, I literally was, was, was like, I, I, I was utterly shocked and stupidly uh, upset about the fact that that was definitely one of the worst Best Picture winners of all time. Um, and then the year before, I think was The Shape of Water, which was like kind of like, eh, it's fine, but it's not, it's not great. Um, uh, so it's been a while since um, I think I talked about this before, but I've never really had the movie that I liked the best uh, be also the movie that ends up winning Best Picture. So I'm not terribly surprised that, that, that it went that direction, but at the same time, I was like, this is this is a good um, way that it that it ran through, uh, even if it wasn't wouldn't have been my preference in that particular way. So that's more or less, those are more or less my thoughts on, um, the whole Parasite win, um, overall good thing, uh, definitely not my preference, but overall good. Um, so I want to move into a, um, rather extensive list of, uh, movies that I, that are coming out, uh, or expected to come out throughout, uh, 2020, um, that I'm looking forward to. So we're going to do this in order of release date, um, and, and, um, and that sort of thing. Uh, just talk very briefly about what they are about why i'm excited about it um and you know how much <laughs> i know about it i it can coming in uh so we'll start uh with uh march 6th and the release of pixar's next film onward um i, I i'm not really sure what to make of it it seems like a, a sort of a, a typical journey film uh in terms of like people getting from one end to the other um that appears that it's like too trolls i guess i'm not really sure what they are elves i'm not really sure what the characters are but it's uh you know set in a fantasy world as if in if the fantasy world with elves and trolls and 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 goblins and dragons and such turn into like our normal world so they have like houses and lawnmowers and cell phones and go to fast food restaurants and that sort of thing Um, so i think it's going to be an interesting uh movie to see um i i i could be good, could be bad, but I'm certainly looking forward to, to seeing it. Pixar has enough of a track record at this point that I th- I think I can trust what they're gonna do. Um, then we move on to a couple of weeks later to a Quiet Place Part Two, uh, which comes out on March 20th. Uh, this is actually a surprise to me. I didn't see a Quiet Place, the original movie, in theaters um, during its initial run. Um, like I didn't pay to go see it. But my my uh the school that I work for, we do a um employee appreciation day at the end of each uh calendar year and for the last several years we've done a uh, day at the movies because we have a movie theater right down the street from our school and so they rent out the movie theater in the morning and we go in there at <laughs> way too early like 8 a.m uh and then we have like awards and that kind of thing and then everybody goes off and watches there's uh, usually a usually selection of four or five different movies that they can watch um, and so a couple of years ago when A Quiet Place, the original came out, I was like, well, you know, none of these other movies seem that interesting to me. So maybe I'll go see this. I, maybe it'll be good. And I was really floored by it. Um, and I thought it was a, one of my favorite movies of, of that year in one of my, uh, one of the movies that I wrote about on my website, uh, um, to talk about movies that came out during that year that sort of stayed with me and some, Interested to see what this one's going to do. Um, it's certainly uh, got a different look of it. And and maybe that the, the more of the movie is going to be a little more of a traditional horror thriller type of movie. But who's to say? Um, I liked the, the sort of tone, the overall tone of the first film. And I'm excited to see what uh, director John Krasinski is going to uh, do this time around. Uh, next up, we have April 10th and No Time to Die, which is the latest uh and 25th uh james bond film uh again starring daniel craig um rami malek is in it uh looks like christoph waltz is returning um from his character uh from the free from the previous job uh from specter uh and i think it looks really good um i think they're 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 doing a lot of cool interesting things with it uh the release date is kind of interesting it's coming out pretty early in the year with like i said april 10th um but maybe they just decided there's a bunch of other stuff going on during the summer and it just made a lot of sense to, to release it a little bit earlier, have their own s- kind of box office uh, area where they can where they can not worry about other people coming out for for several weeks. Um, I'm excited about it. I think that Daniel Craig is probably the best James Bond um, for the type of bond that we need right now. Um, and whether or not this will be his last remains to be seen, but kind of seems like it will be. But I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be good um the next movie is a movie that i didn't really know even existed but i was sort of searching around earlier today um to take a look at some lists of, of anticipated movies that other people other places had made um and i saw this movie called greyhound and I, and I don't know a whole lot about it other than the following three things um it has tom hanks in the film uh tom hanks is both the writer and the star of the film and it's a world war ii naval film um, Tom Hanks is going to come up a lot this year actually it's very quite interesting um, but I, I really like Tom Hanks I think he's a great actor um, I think this could be a, a good opportunity for, for him uh, it's scheduled to come out May 8th I haven't seen anything about it um, but I'm definitely going to keep my eye out for it at this particular juncture um, and get excited about whatever it is that's, that's going to be uh, happening with that movie uh, Greyhound um, May 8th starring Tom Hanks the next movie is, a, is another movie that I, I didn't really know existed until I was flipping around today um, and saw a friend of mine who's another uh, you know cinema person. Uh, he's a, a friend of, of Ryan's, actually, who went to film school with him. Uh, and he noted that A24 has a film coming out called The Green Knight. Uh, in the towards the end of May uh, and I was like oh that's interesting Green Knight I teach a English uh, British literature class and we read in that class a, a story called Sir Gawain and the Green Knight I said I wonder if that's any uh, relationship to that and lo and behold this is a modern retelling of the uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight uh, story um, which I find very interesting and will certainly be figuring out a way to uh, to check out when the opportunity comes along. Uh, I don't know what, how sort of uh, extensive its release will be. Um, all I know is that it is noted on IMDb as a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. I think the fantasy part may be a little unnecessary, uh, starring Deb Patel, uh, Alicia Vikander, and Joel Edgerton, um, uh, directed by David Lowry, who also directed uh, Ghost Story and the uh, Peach Dragon remake, and A Them Bodies Saints. I only saw uh, the Peach Dragon Peach Dragon remake of those uh, things, but good filmmaker, and so I'm excited to see what, what that's going to bring in. Plus, you know, the English teacher in me requires that I go see this. Uh, <laughs> next on the list, um, probably the one that I'm most muted about in terms of things that we know anything about at all, um, and that is Wonder Woman 1984. comes out June 5th. Um, I'm mostly out on the the dc train um but i will say that wonder woman the original was probably the best of the dc movies that have not had any relation to christopher nolan uh and so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give this one a shot and we'll see how it goes and maybe i'll jump back on the on the train with uh you know like with the batman and that's coming out next year and all that kind of stuff so well you know i'm excited about it in that it will give me something to do you know, the early part of June <laughs> movie to go see. Uh, there you go. Um, followed that to a movie that's coming out late in June, Top Gun Maverick, which is the long, 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 long gestating sequel to Top Gun. Tom Cruise is back um, to play uh, his uh, the same character, the Maverick character from uh, that first film. And uh, Jennifer Con- Connelly is also in it. Uh, Val Kilmer is back. Uh, John ham is on on deck uh miles teller um glenn powell ed harris some other good good people um it's probably going to be super cheesy but you know whatever it's going to be fun june 26th um that'll come out and it'll be a fun a fun one to go see um speaking of cheesy uh sequels to 80s movies uh july 10th brings us ghostbusters afterlife um I don't know the tra- the trailer looks a little bit like I don't know what's going on kind of thing. Um, it's directed by um by Ivan Reitman's son, uh, which that's that's good that Jason Reitman that uh that you know brings things back into the world of of the original filmmaker. Um, no offense to the 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 uh, the remake or the the reboot or whatever it was that they did a couple of years ago. I only had a problem with it in that I didn't think the movie was very good. But Jason Reitman is on hand. Uh, the movie seems to follow uh, uh, Paul Rudd um, as a sort of main uh, main focus, along with Finn Wolfhard uh, from Stranger Things. Um, but if you look at the IMDb, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver, all noted as in uh, Annie Potts, sorry, all noted as being part of the of this uh, film it's hard to say again the, the, the we're far enough out but the trailer doesn't really provide us with a lot of um information about what exactly it is that this is going to be about but so we'll see um time will tell in this particular case um that is july 10th uh, then we have two movies t- currently slated for july 17th that couldn't be any more different from each other uh we have the bob's burgers film which is scheduled for July seventeenth, but I, I, we haven't seen anything about it yet. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It just means that that's one of those things with like animation and stuff that could be movable. Um, I like that show. My wife and I spent the last, last end of last year, or I guess the summertime mostly, sort of catching up on the on the show. I think the show was pretty good. Um, so I'm looking forward to go and see the movie uh, and see what they're going to do with that. But even more, uh excitement for that on that same day i think this one will probably uh stay on it is uh tenet which is the latest from christopher nolan as per usual nobody has any idea what this movie is about um we do know that robert pattinson is on hand uh we do know that let's see um aaron taylor johnson is on hand kenneth Rana, elizabeth de michael Caine, as usual john david Washington seems to be sort of the main player in this um I am to be says an epic an action epic revolving around inter- international espionage time travel and evolution so whatever any of that means uh who knows i'm sure it'll be uh, super exciting uh Christopher Nolan writing and directing all by himself uh, for the first time in a while um original ideas I-, I don't know man i'm i'm on board i don't i don't care what it what it is um and people who are in it seem to be excited about it and you know i'm gonna go see it probably more than once uh take advantage of that uh regal unlimited by going to see it multiple times all right directly after that uh the french dispatch uh july 24th uh this is a film from uh wes anderson they just released the trailer for it today um, so i got to see it it's very wes Andersoning. um it stars pretty much it looks like Pretty much everybody who's ever starred in a Wes Anderson movie ever, uh, which is exciting. Um, Bill Murray is, of course, on hand and lots of other people. Francis McDormand, Adrian Brody, um, Benicio Del Toro, lots and lots and lots and lots of people. Uh, It seems to tell the story of a um, New Yorker-like magazine in a sort of made-up French town. Um, And based on the trailer, there's going to be sort of three concurrent storylines going on um related to stories that i guess were told in this uh this magazine uh, very interesting as i said it looks very uh wes anderson-y and i'm sure it will be um just lovely um <laughs> in so many ways um all right so july 24th moving on to uh into the fall um nothing really in august at this particular point that jumped out at me that doesn't mean that something won't come out uh that won't get moved around and I'll be like, oh, I'll go see that. Um again, Regal Unlimited. I'll probably see a lot of things that are both on and on and not on this list. Um we have the Trial of the Chicago Seven is a movie that is um is written and I think directed but Hold on, I'm verifying. Yeah, written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Uh, he's pretty good at writing stuff. Uh, this is a story of seven people on trial stemming from various charges surrounding the uprising in the 1968 Democratic National Convention in Chicago, Illinois. Um, it stars such names as Jeremy Strong, Sasha Barrett and Cohen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Michael Keaton, Eddie Redmayne, um, Mike Rylance... Uh, i'm trying to see frank Linnett, L- Langella um i think those are most of the names that that jump out at me in terms of like people that i've heard of um but yeah there's there's it's very interesting uh not a whole lot to know to, that's known about um but it's scheduled to come out in uh sort of late september early october i think they have an october 2nd release date that might actually be more like the wide uh release date i'm sure it will be in limited uh release before that but um who's to say but yeah aaron sorkin i'm totally on board for that uh however we want to do that I'm, I'm, I'm all for it uh next is a movie that i literally know almost nothing about i saw it on a list of uh of of this aforementioned list uh it is a movie called bios uh i can tell you only a couple of things about it um tom hanks is in it as well uh, so that's the second Tom Hanks sighting of this particular year. Um, it is set in a post-apocalyptic earth um, and it's about a robot who is um, built to protect the life of his dying creator's beloved dog. Um, I know no, no, nothing else about that. It's directed by a guy named Miguel Sapochink, um who is an English director it looks like, who directed some Game of Thrones episodes and repo men and um maybe and that's that's about it so he doesn't have a lot lot he's been art departments and such um yeah so kind of an interesting idea i don't know anything about it it's scheduled to come out um in october like i said early part of october but you know i'm again tom hanks i'm on i'm on board so let, let's do this tom um next is the witches uh which is the an adaptation of the ruled doll book um, I believe stars uh, Anne Hathaway in one of the uh, main one of the main roles. Chris Rock's also on hand, Stanley Tucci, Oct- Octavia Spencer, um, all hanging around. Rock- Robert Zemeckis is the uh, director, so it could be interesting in terms of how this uh, actually gets off the ground. There was a version of the book uh, that came out uh, 30 years ago, but this is an update on that, and I'm sure they'll do some interesting things with it um Zemeckis uh co-wrote the screenplay and also based the screenplay somewhat on the on the the old version of it so that'll be interesting um I like Roald Dahl's book I took an entire class of him uh when I was in in uh grad school so there you go uh next is Eternals uh which is a one of uh multiple Marvel movies that's coming out this year again I don't really know what this is about other than it's about these people called the Eternals who um kind of where the start of superheroes in the world is my understanding um angelina jolie richard madden selma hayek Camilla nijani um kid harrington Barry, Kuga Ki- 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 uh lots of other names um all here um you'll note that i missed uh that i skipped black widow earlier that comes out in may eh, I'm and ca- I'm, i'll go see it it's just not like high on my list eternals is just more like intriguing than anything else but I'm, I'm certainly waiting on to see something until I uh, kind of dive in and decide um, whether or not it's going to be worth the time. Uh, next is Stillwater. Uh, by the way, that comes out November 6th. Also scheduled for November 6th uh, is a, this movie called Stillwater, starring Abigail Breslin and Matt Damon, directed by Tom McCarthy, who uh, is an Oscar winner for uh, Spotlight um, and also a writer on movies like Inside Out. And a producer on uh, Win Win and things like this uh he's not uh without his flaws as a director but I think this one will be uh could be interesting uh tells the tale of a father traveling from Oklahoma to France to help his daughter who has been arrested for murder um, I'm assuming Matt Damon will be the uh father and Abigail Breslin the daughter in question um so again that is November sixth as well um then we jump all the way to December this this will happen uh november the sort of november and early part of december tends to be uh taken in by movies that are being released now at like film festivals and that sort of thing and they're getting picked up and they'll be released in the sort of latter part of the year more often than not um as a an awards push and all these kinds of things so there's only a sort of spattering of films that we even know are being confirmed for, uh, for this time frame, and one of them is a film called Dune. Uh, this is being directed by Denis Villeneuve, uh, who's the director of things like Blade Runner 2049, and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, and Arrival, and Sicario, and a couple of other things, Prisoners um, that sort of thing. Uh, good, good movies for the most, for the most part. He's got a very interesting eye. This is one of the most well-known science fiction books ever written. Um, I got it from the library recently and I'm trying to make it through it, (laughs) through the book. It's like 700 pages long. Um, there's a whole lot going on. I don't have any idea how Frank Herbert like wrote this entire book, but it's crazy. Uh, it has been, uh, done in other cases before including uh, most notably a 1984 uh version starring uh Kyle McLaughlin uh Virginia Madsen uh and I believe if I'm not mistaken Sting and yep Sting Patrick Stewart's in it Max Transito's in it uh lots of lots of interesting people uh in this film um uh directed by David Lynch uh it's Really long, really, really, really long book. Uh, it would be very interesting to see, uh, what uh Denis Villeneuve does with this. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Timothy Chalamet, Jason Momoa, Zendaya, uh, Josh Brolin, Charlotte Rambling, Dave Bautista, Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem, um, just a few of the the main players on board for this. Um, more on this, I suppose, when I finish the book. But I'll probably go see the movie because I'm reading the book. That's why I'm doing it. All right, next is West Side Story. Uh, this also uh, this comes out December eighteenth, along with Dune. That kind of makes sense uh, that uh, Dune would have its own sort of counter uh, programming. Uh, this is a remake of the well-known uh, musical, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, uh, starring Ansel Elgort, and um, then a bunch of other people that I'm not really familiar with. Uh, Rena Marino is 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 around. Um, but a lot of like people that I don't really know so it's pretty star uh lacking I would say uh, for the most part very interesting to see what's gonna go on with this how this is gonna work uh, to my knowledge I don't think that that uh that uh, Spielberg's ever released a musical before um and so it'll be very interesting to see how this goes and of course you know the original is you know a pretty beloved uh piece of of film history and so, We'll see uh, <laughs> what direction this goes, but Spielberg uh, going for it, obviously releasing it around Christmas time. That might be because the feel-good element of just it being around Christmas, uh, but also that is certainly a time uh, where you expect that he might be going for some awards in this particular case. All right, so that's December eighteenth as well. But along with Dune, we got two more that are sent set for December twenty-fifth releases uh again we'll see how that works and that may be that they're being released uh on december 25th uh in limited release and they'll come in other places later the first is a film called news of the world uh again starring our good friend tom hanks um this time directed by paul greengrass um who is um the director of such films as the 1993 uh the Bourne ultimatum jason Bourne, uh bloody sunday uh, a couple of other, uh, Captain Phillips, as well as Green Zone and, and things like that. So he's worked with uh, with Tom Hanks uh, before. So this particular movie is, a, is about a Texan traveling across the Wild West, bringing the news of the world to local townspeople um, who agrees to help rescue a girl who was kidnapped. Um, I'm not really sure where Hanks is going to fit into this. I think it's sort of a Western. Um, it's not particularly clear... Uh, where the time frame is Uh, but you know Tom Hanks clearly going for it in uh, in 2020 he he maybe is upset that he didn't win an Oscar last year so he's he's really going for it this time around Um, so that's uh, super certainly something to pay attention to uh, in the coming months Uh, next uh, also scheduled uh, for either a late December or early January 2021 release is the last duel. Now this is interesting for many reasons. Um, Three things going on here. First of all, we have the uh, return of the Matt Damon Ben Affleck writing team who have not written a screenplay together um, since they won for Saving Private, er, not Saving Private Ryan, but for Goodwill Hunting. Although they are also writing this along with uh, Nicole Hall of Center, um who's a writer director of things like enough said and friends friends with money um and can you ever forgive me she was i believe um yep nominated for an oscar for best adapted screenplay for can you ever forgive me last year um and then also uh this is based on a book by a man named eric jager uh so this is the the movie is about uh king charles the sixth um and he declares that Knight Jean de Courgeuse settle his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel. So that's cool. Um, not sure what's going on there, but I'm, I'm not familiar with this particular story, but that's interesting. Um, so we got Damon and Affleck riding together. Ridley Scott will be directing, and Damon and Affleck will also be in the film along with Adam Driver. I'm, 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 all, I'm all down with this. Um, again, I think more than likely it won't be 2021 until I see this, but this certainly seems like Uh, this trio with Damon Affleck and Scott uh, all going for the for the jugular here in terms of Oscars for the end of last year uh, or for next year I should say and then the last thing that I want to know and this will be it for this anticipated thing and we don't know even know if this movie is going to see the light of day in 2020 uh, but it's a movie called Mank uh uh, directed by david fincher written by jack fincher who is david's father who died in 2003 so this has been sort of sitting on the uh on the shelf for a long time but it tells the story of screenwriter herman j Mankiewicz and his tumultuous development of Orthon- orson welles iconic masterpiece citizen kane i believe Mankiewicz, if i'm not mistaken uh it claims to have uh more rights to the uh writing of citizen kane than uh orson welles planned to give him uh gary oldman will be playing mankowitz uh also in, the cast also includes lily collins Amanda seyfried and um i think that's pretty much most of the of the big names here um but yeah fincher always interesting um i think this is going to be another netflix movie but i'm not sure of that uh so that may may take uh some kind of intrigue in terms of whether or not it gets seen this year who knows with fincher um yeah third uh third collaboration between uh fincher and netflix uh house of cards and mindhunter the television shows that he works with uh, so this may see the light of day really at any particular point really whenever it's ready it will come out um very interesting i think that's uh fincher um is certainly one to pay attention to at all times so that is my list of things I'm looking forward to in 2020. It's not exhaustive I'm sure there are more that I will that I will see and that I will look into in the uh, coming you know 11 and a half months or so uh, but that's the, the the most the list that I'm looking most forward to. Um, so as always be sure to check out uh, the Twitter and Instagram pages for the podcast at TTMTM pod uh, for more information on the show or to tell me why these things matter to you. And please uh, leave us a rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and hit that subscribe button so that we know that you are coming along for the ride. You can also email me at things that matter to me pod at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you about what you think about what you're excited about for this coming year, be it in movies or music or anything like that. Until then, this has been Robert Morrison. These things matter.